All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, queens and kings, because I realize kings listen too. They do. My boo-boo babies. Kings and queens. Boo-boo babies uh, is non-gender binary. You're all our boos and babies. All of them, okay? Boo-boo baby is inclusive, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Fresh off of the back of one of the holidays. The first oh, holiday. The colonizer's day. The first holiday of holiday season. Yes. Happy Indigenous People's Day. That's what today today was. You gotta, you know what? You actually need to bring that down because oh. your mic be hella high and they don't have to be. Pardon me, y'all, because I be feeling like I'm kind of low. No, let's get this around. You know how they do on like when they get ready to perform. Can y'all hear me? Okay, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. So <laughs> I spent it with you. <laughs> I spent it with Germany and her family. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't go home this year. I haven't gone home the past two years actually. Yeah. Time has flown. What'd you do? Oh, I know what you did last year. I know what you did last summer. I was wondering. I'm like, where were you last year? Um. So yeah, Thanksgiving was good. Food was phenomenal. Um. Unintentionally. What you were gonna say something about my mac and cheese? Germany <laughs> made her vegan mac and cheese, and it it's, was good. I had a famous. vegan. I had a vegan Thanksgiving. Yeah, you did. It's my yeah. famous mac and cheese. It was so good. Okay, Germany made the mac and cheese. Her sister made the dressing. Her mm-hmm. mom made the clean greens. The fact, yeah. <laughs> the clean greens, all of the vegan stuff. Germany's mom yams. was like, "That's clean. That's clean. <laughs> That's clean." We had a vegan potato salad, vegan yams, vegan dressing, vegan mac, vegan macaroni and cheese, and dressing. Ve- I said dressing. Oh, vegan birthday cake. <laughs> now we into the desserts. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of clean. It was good. It was really good. Salad. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Really good. No it was complaints. A hit. 10 out it of 10. Highly recommend. It was great. We had our French 75 was our cocktail of the day. Yes. Yes. And yes. Um, it we, was a good time. we ate, we drank, we danced. Typical. We did. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. I really love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. Oh, is that? I didn't know that. I yes. Was, oh. What did you think? 
New Year's Day. That New Year's is my second close okay. runner up. But I always like Thanksgiving because it's my sister's birthday, like usually around the day or, you know, a couple, give or take a day or two. Um, and yeah, it's just a time for family and I love family. I love it. And it's cool. not superficial, you know, although Christmas is fine. I feel like a lot of times the attention is focused on the gifts as opposed to like the, the reason time. for the season, the reason for the season. So I really love Thanksgiving. It was a great time. My grandma came out and came back, went back in. She, ah, 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 ah. So it was good. I went to sleep early too after. It's the French 75s. They knock you off your feet. I feel fine. I, went I only to had two. How many you have? Probably a few more. Oh. Probably a few more. I went right to sleep though when I got home. I'm like, yeah. I was up. Oh, wow. I've Ooh. been going to bed way later now. Because, you know, I used to go to bed at like. 9.30, 10. Yeah. I've been going to bed at like 12, 1. What you been doing up? Up, kicking. That's what it is. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm watching TV sometimes. What's your up, kicking? I start. <laughs> it always is different. I started. I started watching um, Selling Sunset is back. Mm -hmm. They're going to do Selling Tampa with the sisters. Oh, wow. Hey, have you seen True Love? Um, it was called True Story. True Story is I a, heard it was good. I, I you started? No, no, no. Because I watched the trailer last night. It didn't move me, but I've been seeing I've been hearing feedback. multiple people say that it's good. So I was planning on tapping in. I'm going we'll to tap in. We'll see. Right you know, now. my attention span with TV is just. Yeah, you need one show at a time. So short. One show at a time. But anywho. We're Anywho, here. we're here with y'all. Um, new week, new tea. Where we keep keep with you, and you keep keep with we. Yeah, hey. see, because I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, well, the weekend. The weekend is up com coming up. Yeah, it's this weekend. I don't think last weekend. Did we talk about last weekend? What was done? Nothing. <laughs> I can't remember. Neither my memory. That's a shame. It's shot to hell. There had to have been something though. What happened, y'all? Right. What happened last weekend? I don't know. I feel like me. I don't know. I know what you did last weekend. I don't, though. Let me see. Because sometimes Instagram will tell me. Based on the footages that were recorded, that will tell me what happened. What was the date? Dates tell me. Oh, was it just the prom? Oh, that's what happened last weekend? No. It was a... It was a oh, we actually... Okay, I know what we did. So... The earlier part of the weekend was pretty slow, but then on Sunday we actually went cycling on the beach. Oh, it seems like such a short week because on because Saturday I didn't do anything. Huh? I don't think I did it much on Saturday. Yeah, either. Saturday I, I didn't do anything. Errands. Ran errands. I went guess to dinner. Yeah, it was really low. And key then for me. I don't even remember what I did on Saturday. That's sad. And then Sunday, yeah, we went cycling and went to brunch, and then yeah. it was a chill weekend. It was a very chill weekend, which is nice. This weekend, yeah. I'll be working, and then mm -hmm. there was something happening on Sunday, just like I told you. Mm. <laughs> it's happening? Yeah, it's happening. Anywho, oh. so okay, well, that's what that. we want to also give a round of applause for we it's for y'all out there helping us reach our goal of 2,000, exactly. Da, 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 da. 2,000 ratings and reviews. We're, we're here. We're here. We have made it. Here. We have made it. I didn't We've even arrived. get the review of the week. We have made it. I feel like there's um there's a lot of great ratings and reviews. Y'all have been doing y'all thing, leaving sweet, kind words, giving the, the five-star girls, chicks, five-star reviews. Yes. Because anything less is just, ugh. if this yeah. is not your thing, just go. So to show our appreciation, Brittany will be reading a rating. I mean, a review. Yeah, I'm going to read a review from Asia MJ. She says, locked in. I got introduced to the Black Girl Bravado podcast when the girls were guests on Balanced Black Girl. Hey. Shout out, Liz. I've been locked in ever since. I love the relationship and friendship topics, the hilarious conversations, the great guests, and the authentic advice provided on Black Girl Bravado. I feel like I have two lifelong girlfriends that genuinely have my best interests and well-being at heart. I get to laugh here, cry here, and evolve here. I'm so grateful for you, ladies. This podcast is shifting my mindset, skill set, and perspective for the better. I love it here. Thank you. This was so I was going to tell you to read that one. so good. Uh, yeah. This, that was It was good. written like a paper. It was. Well-written paper. Thank you so much. We Thank appreciate you. you from the bottom of our hearts. So. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Another place that you can join us and support us if you don't want to leave some kind ratings and reviews for free is by joining us over on patreon this is our exclusive membership community where you give you we give you more of what you already love we have bonus episodes we have playlists we have uh extra we have affirmation episodes yes video content yes 
just all of the things all of the things yes so over there on patreon and our new patrons this we week. have one come on one this is a special one lexi hey lexi hey lexi thank you so much we appreciate you thank you for joining us over there we really yeah. do appreciate you keep these lights on literally literally not figuratively yes <laughs> thank you for keeping our lights on yes so we're blazing we're also on thing. youtube oh yeah we're on youtube if you're a visual learner if you're a visual mommy and you want to see the girls up close and up personal, like if you're not following us on Instagram, we're yeah. we're going to be shifting our energy. Shifting. To our call to action. But um, our yeah. CTA. Follow us on YouTube down in the show notes. Hey, YouTube. Remember hey, that? YouTube. No. What was okay. that? It's a whole thing will go down. What is it? Remember, like, there was this little guy who was cutting up on YouTube doing the little dances. Um, T-Max. T-Max oh. 405. <laughs> Remember him? remember him and every time wasn't this bangs bitch that's not i bangs, think it bitch? might be him yeah. yeah 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 it was definitely from that era and every time he would come on like his intro to his channel he would be like hey youtube no <laughs> i wonder our video is still up my stomach that is gonna be so funny adrian actually watches on youtube she does. She yeah, likes she's like, I gotta see what y'all be doing. She, she likes it on. She prefers it on YouTube. Yeah, she has to see our what? Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, she prefers that way. I know so, a lot of people do. But people have told me that they like the YouTube. I, there are a lot of people who are more YouTube. You know, personally, I watch this on YouTube too. You know me. You oh. know how I get down. Oh wow. I like to put it on my TV. Okay, cute. And I'm like, look at the girls. Hey. Hey to you in the future watching us now. Hey so. Hey so. Yeah. So join us on YouTube. The link is down in the show notes. Last week's episode, we're still in our Read Me Sis series. Part three was all about intentional. What the hell was that? It's getting real paranoid. <laughs> paranormal in here. It was all about intentional detachment where we talked about essentially detaching ourselves from outcomes, outcomes expectations so that we can live in the present moment yes. and not be boggled down and in shambles when things don't go away that we assume they should go. The way we preconceive a thing to happen. It's like, oh, it didn't happen and I can release myself from it. So, yes, if you haven't already, tap in. I see a lot of the girls are saying episode 218 was for me. Yeah, 18 was a lot for a lot of the girls. It was for me, too. It was definitely for me. Yes. Talking to self. Talking, 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 talking to me. <laughs> talking to me. Yes. So, we're if glad you that you enjoyed it. it. Now, we're at back. 219. These episodes just fly by. We have done 200. We done more, but on record. 219 episodes. 219 episodes. And today we are talking about the difference between self-esteem, self-acceptance, and self-love. Yes. What's your relationship with the three? Have you struggled it's with It's been a relationship that has had to been, had, that has had, that I have had to yeah. stumble upon. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I have had to foster, actively work at fostering because there's so many things that happen. I mean, I feel like um i'm one of the blessed ones who um like had my self-esteem nurtured as mm -hmm. a child like mm -hmm. that definitely um helps but then you go out into the world and people try to break it down like they do for instance i, I feel like we've talked about this before on this show but i've talked about um colorism mm -hmm. um that, body image body image mm -hmm. Like those type of things definitely affect your self-esteem. I guess we'll just start at self-esteem. Self-esteem is how you um, view yourself, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes the way that you think others view you has a lot to do with how you see yourself. So if you don't feel like you're accepted for something, it can make you have a negative self-esteem. Um, and there's ways you can bounce back. Like if you... It's even, your self-talk too. Yeah. Your self -talk the way you talk to yourself. Yeah, contributes to your self-esteem. Yeah. What were you saying? Um, I was going to say that people can still say negative things about you, but if you have a good self-esteem, you're resilient and you're like, you'll bounce back from the negative things that people say, but it definitely takes practice. Yeah. It's a practice. So right now my self-esteem is great. I feel great about myself. Confident. She's confident. 
I feel great about myself. I talk to myself nice. I mean, there are times when I say shit like I need to, I need to um, get into the gym. Yeah. I need to do this. I need to do that. But those are just like areas of opportunity that I can see that I see can be improved upon. And it doesn't mean it's necessarily negative self-talk. It's more like realizing what the fuck you're, you need to be doing. Right. We just talked to ourselves a little raw. It's like, you know, I need to be in that damn gym. Yeah. I could be there. I could be there. I could be there and I'm going to get there. But negative self-talk is like, look at my body. It's not the way I want. I look this way. I look that way. And really bringing yourself down, like talking to yourself the way you wouldn't even talk to a friend. Right. And you know what? I don't think I've ever, I can't recall a time where I've ever just talked negatively about myself. Mm -hmm. There's been times where I felt like, I don't like this about myself, but it wasn't like negative. Yeah. It's more in a a mindset of like, how can I change it? Yes. What can I do to shift to improve? Where's the solution? Because I need to apply it now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. How about you? Um, I too feel like I've always been pretty confident and I've had pretty, uh, good self-esteem. Um, it was nurtured at a very young age, which thankfully I didn't have to fight back, you know, like work backwards, start from ground zero. It was like, oh, you know, my grandma's always spoken well of us. And like, child, she used to tell us to eat our carrots so we can have some pretty eyes, you know, shit that like that. old school shit. You know, but shit like that yeah. is where, you know, you always affirm your children. And thus, when they go out into the world, they have a sense of confidence that they already are walking with. They're not starting and trying to build it up when they're a fucking adult. So I've always felt pretty good about myself. Um, My mom had asked me just the other day, actually. We were talking on the phone. I forgot how we got up on this conversation. We'd be having deep talks Mm -hmm. sometimes. She was like, was there ever a point where your self-esteem or like a comment that was made that changed how you felt about yourself? Because she was explaining to me how um, it's her and my auntie. You know how my auntie looks. Like they have the same parents, but they are complete opposite. It's like my mom's brown skin, my auntie's fair skinned. Mm -hmm. And when um, my mom was very petite like me like super skinny lanky mm-hmm. and <laughs> lanky is like an old school thing yeah. but when she was a, um when she was younger she was like very petite and she said that people used to say to her like um my auntie looks better than her because she was light-skinned my mom was an ugly duckling and like saying all these things which affected her self-esteem mm-hmm. and she said that um my grandma had said something like it's okay you're my ugly duckling Okay, grandma. Instead of being, you know, <laughs> flip it. It needs to. It needed it to be flipped. Flip, like yeah. you're not an ugly duck. You're a beautiful swan. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. she was like, "Was there ever a time like that for you?" And I was like, um, "No, not from the household." But I remember people in middle school saying that I was hella skinny, and that kept being said. And I'm like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it again. Yeah, I feel like um, I don't want to hear about me being hella skinny. I feel like I had those moments in my household, but not from my mom, like my sister, because my sister and I, we look alike, but she's just brown mm-hmm. and I am a lighter brown. Here she go with this debate. We had this whole debate yesterday. A lighter shade Germany's of brown. A lighter shade of brown. So when I was younger, she would call me white. I hated that. I'm like, I am not white. Nobody, if you black, you don't want to be called white. Nigga, no. <laughs> I was like, do not call me white. She would be like, Germany's a white girl. Germany's a white girl. Germany's a white girl. All the time. Like, white not girl. Not the white girl. Yes. Always calling me a white girl. And I really hated that. Um, I don't know if it necessarily affected my, I have a, like a small hair. I don't know if it fe- affected my self-esteem, but I was conscious of it. And even, you know what, when I, um, when I was in a relationship with my, a, a long time ago, I think I was probably like 18 and the person I was with would always say like, I was pretty petite, but I was still shapely. Like, a, you know, you're smaller, but petite with shape. Yeah. yeah. Very petite. I was very petite with shape, small shape. It wasn't, it wasn't doing much, but he would be like, you don't have no booty. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, and I started to internalize it for a while. I never looked at, I didn't um, have much perception about my body type. I just didn't, I wasn't care. I didn't care. I don't feel like being thick, became a thing where people were like, I want to be thick until like maybe what? It's happened sometime in the 2000s. 
Yeah, but I feel like when we were Remember younger. Remember that song, Thicky, Thicky, Thick, girl? you Thicky, 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 Thick. Looking like a lollipop wig for a lick, girl. you Thicky, 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 Thick. Now, if you don't know that, it's Nelly. <laughs> go back, youngins. Go back. It's Nelly. St. Lunatics. Get into it. So, anyway, I feel like there was, like, a, a, a few handful of girls. I know that in my high school, it was, like, an anomaly, right? It was, like, a few, a few exceptions of girls who were relatively thick who had shapely body types for younger women but most girls hadn't filled out and gotten like a mature body type so everybody was relatively the same so even when I was like 17 18 I still had like a really basic body type so I didn't ever look at myself and be like I'm thick or I'm skinny but he automatically was like probably was he older a, than you no oh he was probably just no what he like probably like i like thick girls or whatever i think people and he did <clears> have a and he did have a thick bitch before me but when i <laughs> say thick she was bigger was like stacked. already not even stacked she was a big mama uh, like probably like i was pr at the time weighing like 120 she was easily 150 Okay. But round all over, you feel me? So I'm like, maybe you just like bigger girls. So leave me alone. Like, leave don't, me the fuck don't out come. Of it. That's the thing that kills me. Don't be over here. Some, oh God, I was dating this guy before and he kept saying, um, I don't usually like dark skinned girls. Stop it. He was like, I don't usually like dark skinned girls, but I like you. Like, Stop you it. are the exception. Ew, I don't want to be your like, exception. First of all, why would you say that? I don't want to be why your exception. Why would you say some shit like that? And that's that's some type of shit that would break down your self esteem too, because it's yeah. like, okay, you're seeing you're with me, right? But I'm an exception. So what you really are into is not me. Yeah. But you're into just me like this. Yeah, I don't like that. Be the fuck quiet. Yeah. And, and he was gone. always saying, yeah, he was always like, you you don't got no booty. You don't got no booty. And I started to internalize it. I was like, my mom would say nice things about me and my jeans. She'd be like, oh, those jeans make you look so cute. I, I really like your body and those or whatever the fuck. You know how moms right. are. Like, those make your booty look cute. My mom would say, you go ahead, you got a little booty and on that, you. Yeah, a little, little booty, booty on you. Then. Yeah, like <laughs> a little, a little booty. booty and I would you. be like, mom, I don't have no booty. I started to say what he said to me breaking me down <laughs> these men i started to say what he would say to me like i don't have no butt mom and she was like what she was like who why are you saying that about yourself wow i've come a long way but that yeah that the one that i would me. get the most is you're just so little oh my god you're so little i just the didn't petite. understand why it was such a focus why people had to keep mentioning it mm -hmm. so it made me conscious about it self-conscious about being so little that's what it'll do it'll make it'll you self-conscious self but i don't think your self-esteem is necessarily but it can affected. affect your self-esteem for sure yeah but i think i was more conscious of it but not like broken i was bended but not broken yeah bent have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language whether it's for that upcoming international trip connecting with family and friends diving deep into a new culture or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire Learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. 
Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story, but now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the Black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling, but with them presenting Black stories, Black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Yeah, so I'm like, so there were those moments as kids that definitely um, affected me. But as an adult, listen, this would be, this is my energy. (laughs) This is my energy. I like myself. Period. And if you don't, 
don't be around. Don't don't yeah. don't be around. Don't say shit because I'm not saying shit to you. Mm-hmm. And we can just leave each other alone. So it's like so you've shifted into a space of complete. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com bravado. That's Chime.com bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank NA or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Of acceptance. I definitely accept myself. What's that song? I don't know. I love myself. <laughs> I don't know that. No, that's um, self-love. But yeah, I have accepted myself. And self-acceptance differs from self-esteem because with self-acceptance, it's just like... Loving yourself, your flaws, uh, As I your am, own. I know my ins and outs. Mm-hmm. I know my strong suits. And there's really nothing that anybody can say to make me feel any different. Yeah. And with self-acceptance, it allows us to show up authentically. It's just like, I like, I like myself the way I am so I can present who I am to the world. And, and if you don't like it, then like you said, get the fuck out. You don't have to be here, but I'm okay with me. I too am getting to that place. I think in within self-acceptance, I'm, I accept myself, but I'm also getting to the point of like, I don't give a fuck what nobody else says. I have to learn to not be concerned about the way I'm perceived. That's a big part because if you're trying to manage how other people perceive you, then that does hinder you from showing up authentically, authentically yeah. because you're worried, is this too much? Is this too little? Should I do more of this? Should I do more of that? Are they offended? Mm-hmm. And I have to manage the fear around being perceived so that I can show up as authentically as I am. Like, this is just, I just want to show like, y'all. What do you feel like is your authentic Okay, self? here we go. Every time I told y'all Brittany loves to dig. So what do you think? What is, what is that? Yeah. What? What's your authentic self? My Who authentic- is Germany? <laughs> Sickening. I am funny. I am sensitive. I am um, nurturing. Mm-hmm. I am giving. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, that's who funny, I Funny, mean. nurturing, giving. Cute. Sensitive and cute. And cute, cute is I'm also sexy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cute and I'm sexy. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes I'm like, I, I, I also have this thing about being like. Too sexy? No. Oh. No such thing. Oh, what? <laughs> what? What do you have a thing with? I think just being on the internet and being perceived and people like knowing me, right? Or feeling like they know me. I also you, struggle what, with that. What do you struggle with? Do you struggle with not having any mystery or or do you struggle with them not? 
I don't feel like I'm gearing toward. I don't feel like it's my goal to be mysterious or like people have no idea who I am. But I also, because I have a thing about the way people perceive me, right? This fear of like, what are you going to think about me? Do you think this is too much? Do you think it's not too much? Like, what am I giving? I feel like that keeps me resistant. And like, actually, I'm just not going to share any of that because I don't, I feel like with the people who get to know me, they know me, you know, it's like, I don't ever think, is Brittany going to think I'm too sexy today? I don't think that at all. Or like, I don't, I'm not concerned about you feeling like I'm too sensitive or anything because I'm like, these are the people who know me. They get to interact with me and they don't get to make up, I guess, an idea of who they think I am because they know who I am. And with the internet, I don't get to control any of it. It's just like what I show you and then what you think. And that's just life. I hate it. You can't, you can show nothing. You can show what you're showing and people can steal. You would have to literally be off of the internet. I know. And then people are like, well, we don't really know you. You would have to be completely off the internet, but whatever you decide to show the little bit that you show or whatever, people can still make up a perception of you based I off of know, that. So you're not really stupid. controlling what you think you're controlling. It's very stupid. Like I remember one time you told me, I was like, do you feel like I show enough or like I show anything? And you're like, no, if I didn't know you in real life, I wouldn't know anything about you. Like, I would feel like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't say that. You did. I was like, what do you think about my content or something? <laughs> oh, what do you think about mine? What can you gather from what I share? <clears throat> oh, I know you. Well, be an outsider. <laughs> be objective. Uh, from your content, I get that. I have to think about it. We love to hear Stop about it. ourselves. Stop it. Um, I feel like you would want to share, like you're a share, right? Like this is the things that I'm doing that I'm that I wouldn't mind you guys knowing that I do. Um that you have some sort of humor on you because you share like memes. It, it's very lighthearted. Uh and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, I love to hear people talk about me. That's what I love. You know, I left my words. You do. And I feel like that oh, you but didn't you know, give me in my card. What? That I didn't give you in your card in for my your birthday. birthday? Yeah. I said them to your face. Well, I like that. To, I like to reference. Stop that. it. And I sent you a text about it, too. No, you didn't. Oh, my God. Now we're having. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. You'll get. OK, anyways. Out. Anyway. And I get that um, that you like to have a good time. What I wouldn't know necessarily oh. is. Who you're, who you're around? Who are you around? I wouldn't see, maybe because of COVID, I wouldn't know as much. I would be like. You wouldn't know who I'm dating? No, 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 not who you're dating. I'm taking a relationship oh, out of well. it. Like, um, I don't see that you're with people often. Like with, I don't. You see who I'm with? I'm with you all the damn time. And you're always on my story. Am I? Who do you want to <laughs> see? Everybody? I want to see me. Okay, now this girl is crazy as fuck. <laughs> you said I wouldn't know who you're around. <laughs> Kidding. Okay, I would see that like, okay, she has a core group. That's what I would see. She likes to go out and do things. She's sort of funny. She has a humor on her. And she likes to share things. Okay. What would you get for my content? From yours, I would get that um, you love your boyfriend you uh um Check. yeah i checked it off you go to nice places out to eat um and wow it's giving nothing and you like your face <laughs> what else i love my family i love my friends it's not giving love my family love my friends are you crazy what i don't really see that much of that you're not getting I love my family. I love my friend. I get maybe occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally. Now it's an But audit. we're talking about overall. Now it's an audit. We're talking about overall what's mainly posted. What's mainly being shared. The the frequency. That, that's another thing, y'all. I don't frequently post. Well, that, when you do post, those are the main things posted. And my friends. Okay. And you're, you want me to say that so bad. And my family. Say it friend anyway this convo has ventured off anyway it's okay it's ventured off so at any rate but, all i was saying was right 
that sometimes I'm concerned about the way I will be perceived on the internet in life in general, but mainly on social media, because in life, I feel like I have a more of a connection with people. Like there's more of an inner interaction where it's just like, you can, I guess, deal with me on multiple occasions where you can build up an actual grounded, um, perception of me as opposed to on the internet. It's just like, I don't even be talking really. I don't even be saying shit. Mm-hmm. so it's just like what do you really think about me so do you only so are you saying that you only care about how you are perceived which affects the way you show up authentically um when it comes to the internet in real life it doesn't bother you mm, yeah mm-hmm. in real life it doesn't bother me okay why you feel like it does i think overall you really definitely do care how you're perceived on and off the internet huh. yeah but mainly sure. on the internet I mean, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I struggle with that. I struggle with that. I don't know. Maybe it has to be deal with a being a child prodigy. <laughs> Germany of uh, well, wow, uh, whose prodigy are you? <laughs> Who? Who's? Maybe it has to do with being the fucking firstborn and having to always be together. So why? Okay, my sister... I'm the firstborn too. May you have that issue? But do you have that issue? I feel like the, what being the firstborn has done for me has made me like super responsible. Yeah, that. Like everybody always tells me that I'm so responsible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm responsible. That's what it does. And like I really seem to have it together. And I'm like, you know, I didn't have a choice but to have it together. When you're carrying kids on your back at Stop such a it. young age, make sure I get home. Make sure the door's locked. Make sure you start doing the dishes. Make sure everything's together. Yeah, make sure I know. they. It's like it makes you have to be responsible. It makes you for have to be super sibling. responsible, and so I've had that responsibleness on me since, since I was a young youngin. Yeah, I too. And it's carried over into adulthood. I mean, which it's not a bad thing. Like it's great being responsible, but what I think that has done for me in my older age has made me really want to attract a partner who is also responsible. Because I don't want to be responsible for you, too. Like, mm-hmm. I can be responsible and be responsible in the relationship. But I've been in a relationship with an irresponsible person. person yeah. And I feel like I need you to be responsible so that I can feel safe leaning in and leaning on on the decisions and choices that you're making because of your responsibleness yeah like i know it's going to be taken care of i know you're going to show up on time i know you're going to know all the details for what we need to do and i can just you know relax Relax. yeah you want to be able to because i've been responsible for dumb long yeah i feel you. like but i feel like because my mom always we're like germany's gonna have it together germany's gonna not gonna fuck up germany's gonna i'm always like damn Germany, Germany, Germany. Like I had to do things that my my sister didn't have to do. Right. Because you were the oldest. I'm the oldest. And I am the one who's taking care of business. The TCB. You feel me? It's like my grades are in order. I'm going to I'm not going to give you any trouble. I'm going to I'm the good child. You know, not that she always called my sister the bad child. But it's like overall the perception of you. Yes. Was the good good child. My sister and I are so different. Yes. Like my mom is like Germany never gave me no issues. Germany. So now it's like I can't even give a nigga an issue. Damn. Here I am marching in a straight line. I've never veered off track. To be completely honest. So that probably has to deal with like people always perceiving me as good. And like, how how do you perceive me? What do you think about me? I know. And I think that bringing it back around to self-acceptance and like how we show up authentically is that. I don't give a fuck. No. Yeah. Yeah. That it's basically like, this is really who I am. Like, I'm not always good. I'm not always like together or you know, mm-hmm. sometimes they, this is a shit where I'm not that great at or, um, you know, not my best, but this is still who I am. I definitely always want to be perceived as good. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Change the word. It's not just good. Perfect. Yeah, you do. I think you do. But the thing is, I don't feel like I'm showing up inauthentically to be perfect, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm showing up as myself. But I do want people to receive it in a good way. Yeah. You know you what do. I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Perfect. And it's okay. Love you. <laughs> yes. So how do you practice self-love? How in your journey of 
making sure your self-esteem is intact, showing up authentically by accepting yourself. What does that look like for your self-love journey? How do you nurture all those parts of yourself? Well, with self-love, I feel like that's a continuous practice because um, I've mentioned before on the show that I I felt like, <clears throat> yeah, I definitely love myself. You know, I don't hate myself. But there's been some decisions that haven't been in my best interest that weren't indicators of self-love. Mm -hmm. So today, how I practice self-love is by setting boundaries, um, making sure I'm making the best decision for myself. Because sometimes as someone who um, has had codependency issues, sometimes I put other people's needs before mine. I guess that's like martyr issues, too. And, you know, mm. <clears throat> a self-read. I went back, um, we did our little martyr episode and I happened to be in the pattern app and it said like one of my um, patterns or traits is martyrism or self altruism Oh wow! or something like that. Yeah. And I'm altruistic and I was like, wow, yeah. I'm over here talking about other people doing this mm -hmm. and bitch, I actually have some of the tendencies myself and I do. I do have like codependency issues where, um, I put other people's needs before mine sometimes, internalize things that other people are going through. Mm -hmm. Shit like that is very martyr-like. So yeah. I'm retracting my previous statements about me not having martyr tendencies, and I do. Okay. So anyways, um, what were we saying? Oh, self-love. self-love, yeah. Um, I practice self-love by setting boundaries, um, just the general taking care of myself yeah making sure like my needs are met i'm healthy mm -hmm. um i'm doing things that make me feel good um always looking for ways to like nurture myself mm -hmm. and improve i know i'm not in a self-improvement project but i'm very self-aware and i know like the areas where i can improve and like actively working on those things yes those are a few ways. And then we yeah, have like yeah. the super, no, I don't want to call it superficial, but the other things like the surface. Yeah. Things. Restoring, masking, bathing, bathing, <laughs> body, your, lotioning your body up. You know, all those things that have been commercialized as self-love. Um, but yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think I'm trying to honor myself by setting boundaries. Yes. But. Controlling, I think, like my anxiety, that type of self-talk helps me love myself more, relax a little. How do you do that? Um, By li literally trying to ease, be relaxed. <laughs> like I have to physically, like literally tell myself, just calm down. Just calm down. Mm -hmm. Just calm down. Like honestly, because my anxiety will drive me up a fucking wall. Like being in control of my mind is a self-love act for me. Like I have to relax. The way you be, you get into control of your mind, you just say relax, relax. Or is there some other thing? Like, no, literally, Brittany. Like I, it's like, okay, you know, like sometimes the way Andres drives, it gives me anxiety. Anyway, anybody drives. I have to literally just tell myself, okay, you can relax. You can relax. You're safe. Nothing's going to happen to you. <laughs> like you have to really relax because child, I will be up a wall. I will be up this wall. Like, <laughs> She really is. So that, um, of Whatever. course, eating well um, feels like self-love to me. Putting my own self first a lot of the times because I will put other people first, like do things for certain people or be concerned about the way that they think or they feel. And then it's like, actually, I'm going to put myself first in this situation. Typically, I would immediately be like, OK, but what do you want to do? How do you feel? And remembering like it's OK to check in with myself and say, but how do I feel about this before I consider how they feel, how they might feel. Um, those have been my biggest acts of self-love recently. Those are good. And then masking. <laughs> those are good. Yeah. That's, and like those little like masking and stuff, self-love practices, those kind of come second nature. They yeah. become like routine. That's that comes up. That's upkeep at this point. Upkeep. Basic upkeep. <laughs> it's upkeep. Get the nails in here and all that shit. That's basic upkeep so yeah. that I can present. But I think the boundaries, yeah. boundaries and checking in with myself, those feel like. Boundaries and leaving people where they have me fucked up at. That's that has definitely been an act of self-love for me. Mm. You have me fucked up. You're left. Period. Right there. Loving self first. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it's important. Yeah. 
people will cause you to do the opposite of loving yourself. That like kind of chips away at you. Mm-hmm. Being fucked with. Hell yeah. <laughs> Being fucked with. It will. It will. I don't like that. I don't like it either. So, yeah, I mean, the self-esteem, self-acceptance, self-love, I feel like they're a, a beautiful trio. Yeah, for We sure. need all pieces of that in mm. order to, like, be our best selves. And it doesn't mean that we're always at the highest of the high. There's ebbs and flows. Things happen, right? Things happen even when you, like, have a general acceptance of yourself, pretty strong self-esteem and self-love. Things happen that knock you off your square. Life happens. Things happen all the time. Even with our podcast, we'll be like, dang, we were on a high and then poop, that happened. And now the self-esteem, the confidence, really self-esteem is just your confidence. So once you're not really good at something or there's areas of opportunity where it's like, ooh, we're struggling in that in that regard, nigga, self-esteem be to the flow. Hell yeah. And need to be picked pick back up. It's like, okay, pep talk. It's actually like a muscle that is always continuously flexed. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like do some reflection to be like, what is going on? Like, how do I really feel about myself? And what do I need to do to feel better about myself? Sometimes that is improvement, enhancements, um, learning a new skill, improving yeah. upon said skills. Like you have to, it's something that has to be consistently worked at, especially if you never received like, you never received um that affirmation Affirmation, when you were younger Mm -hmm. like it just is like you have to do your part to make sure you are doing what you need to do to be strong (laughs) like to be strong (laughs) and i think it's also important to have strong women around you and people around you not just women but people around you who you can can confide in and be like this is what i'm struggling right now and they can in turn affirm you or give you tips or tools to be better it's like iron sharpens iron well like this is what i think or just be honest with you and allow you the space to show up authentically and if you're feeling a little bruised you know dust you off yeah because that happens like i don't really like this i'm not feeling yeah like we need our girls sometimes talk to (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we need it yes it's important so So. um this was a little light little light just something to like keep it at our forefront of our minds Mm -hmm. that there are differences between the three we always have to be aware we are always actively working towards all of them. And um, we're not perfect. We're with you. We are with we you. We feel you. We are here with you. And yeah. I think so, that's it. That's it for this week, y'all. Read your own selves. This is your CTA to go back and look around, look at yourself, do a, a self-check, an inventory of where you might be lacking, where you're strong at, and encourage you to do better. Period. That's all we want you to do here is better. Mm-hmm. That's what Judah says. Better every day. <laughs> yeah. So we love y'all so much. Can't we wait to chat guys. next week. Bye. Bye.